If he had a rushing spirit, folks, we would be in trouble. We would be in trouble. His judgment would rush upon us. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us at airjesus.com. Stay tuned to today's message. We're doing part two, something we shared uh, last week entitled The Reward of Patience. The Reward of Patience. I would like to share a little humor that... I ran across, I shared this before, but I ran across it again and laughed again, so I thought I'd share it again. And it reads, the, the children were lined up in the cafeteria of a Catholic elementary school for lunch. At the head of the table was a large pile of apples, and the nun made a note and posted it on the apple tray. The note said, take only one, God is watching. Moving further along the lunch line, at the other end of the table was a large pile of chocolate chip cookies. A child had written a note, take all you want, God is watching the apples. <laughs> Open your Bibles, if you will, to the, the book of Hebrews, the book of Hebrews chapter 6. We read two texts that we're using in this message, Hebrews chapter 6, and we're also using Hebrews chapter 10. You can put your finger in both, Hebrews chapter 6 and also Hebrews chapter 10. Let's read Hebrews chapter 6 first, verses 12 through 15. Hebrews chapter 6, verses 12 through 15. When you get there, say amen. Well, let's all read together in unison, beginning with verse 12. And it reads, ready? That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. So, I like that. Verse 12 says, you know, don't be slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And also chapter 10, chapter 10, verses, we looked at verses 35 and 36. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 35 and 36. Let's read those together in unison. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. And so we're talking from the subject, the reward of patience, the reward of patience, part two, the reward of patience, part two. And we, shared, we began sharing last time that we live in a, 
society that really has us in a hurry-up mentality. We live in a fast-paced world, and everything is instant. Everything is expressed. And we have the mindset is that, you know, we want everything quick. We want it now. In fact, this, this week I read about a church in Florida, and they advertised a 22-minute service. It, all Their services would be 22 minutes. And they're saying, if you come to our church, we'll have you in and out in 22 minutes flat. The sermon time is only eight minutes. I said, wow, you know, they have us beat. Our sermon is three times that. <laughs> and we thought we were short. But everything is moving toward express, toward instant. It's, it's just moving to a hurry-up pace. And so we have this, we have this mentality um, because of the way society has geared us. Everything is just so fast and so in a rush and so instant. But God uses his word to remind us that in the economy of God, everything is not instant. Everything is not quick and easy. Everything is, is not right now. You're not going to be in a hurry. You're not going to hurry God. You're not going to hurry God. God. God moves when he wants to move, you know. <laughs> Your emergency doesn't create an emergency on God's part. God, God's in control. He's in control. And so God is saying, you know, look, look, slow down. Gather yourself together. Learn to trust my timing. Learn to trust my pace. I got everything under control. Stop being so frantic and pulling your hair and word and stressed out. Learn to just slow down. Slow down, take it easy, and begin to flow in my rhythms. Flow in my rhythms. Flow in my times. And you're going to see that everything is, is going to work out so much better when we flow with God. Everything works out so much better. You, you'll discover that uh, what God has in store for you is so much better than something you want right now. If you learn to just wait, if you just wait on him, if you just wait on him, he, what he has in store is, is so much better than anything that you could want right now. And so the Bible uh, lets us know that certain things of value take time. They take time. And that it teaches us here in Hebrews that time will elapse before you come into your destiny. Time will relapse It'll, it'll elapse before you receive promises for God. Time is going to require time. It's going to require the value of time. But I, I really like the fact that, that God wants us to receive something. He really wants us to receive it. And so he, he, he says, you know, you need to don't be slothful. Be followers of them who through faith and patience inherited the promise. They got it. And so God says, I want you to uh, operate the same way so that you can receive. Um, and in, in, in Hebrews 10, 35, 36, it says, don't cast away your confidence. It has great recompense of reward for ye have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So God wants us. He turned your name and said, he wants you to receive it. He wants you to receive it. So he said, hey, the problem is don't get frustrated just because you don't have it now. Don't get frustrated just because you may not be everything you want to be. You may not be, you know, you may not have it all together. Don't get frustrated right now. God is saying, give it a little time. I'm still working on you. 
I'm not done. God said, who, who said I was done? Why are you so frustrated? So God is saying, look, I don't want you to cave in and quit before I get done and have a finished work. So God has said, look, it's going to require faith, but you're going to have to trust me through some trying times. you got to trust me through some hard times. you got to trust me through some difficult times. And this is what God is saying. Not every miracle is going to be instant and quick. Not everything is going to be instant and quick. Not every breakthrough is going to be instant and quick. Some of them are going to have to be walked out through the process of time. Through the process of time. And so life with God is is not an instant destination. Life with God is a journey. It's a journey. You have a journey with God. And so with God, we have not arrived, but it's, life is a journey. Life is a journey with God. And so he wants us to just slow down and begin to flow in the rhythms of his grace, begin to accept his timing for things to take place and to happen in our lives. How much trouble we get into when we rush ahead of God and do things before his time. Oh, no, but it's, it's so much better to, to wait until we have a release and just wait. I had a gentleman telling me, he was just telling me about, oh, just a wonderful blessing that came into his life simply because he waited on God's time. And he, he, he really received his dream. He received his dream, and he said, he said, I would have messed up if I had tried to, you know, if I had been too early. If I had jumped out too early, I would have messed up. And he said, I'm so happy I waited on God's timing. It was really a miraculous dream that he shared with me that manifested in his life. And I don't really want to share it because it's sort of personal to him. So he may be watching the broadcast. And so, I don't <laughs> so I can't tell everything, but um, trust me, it was, it was, it was, it was a wonderful uh, dream. It was, I, I will say this, it was, it was to the tune of a half a million dollars, uh, something that manifested in his life something that blesses life richly. And uh, he was just, he just shared it with me and it blessed me. And, and I said, man, that's powerful. But he shared with me about how he waited patiently on the timing of God, on the timing of God. And he received a rich reward for doing so. So God uses time. He doesn't, I'm thinking about two or three different things, but I like something that James says. God isn't slow as we count slowness. It's not like God's not trying to be slow on purpose. He's not trying to be slow to be funny. God's not trying to be slow to aggravate you. You know, we're sitting there like, God, why is this taking so long? Can't you just hurry up? Can't you fix this? Can't you send me a spouse? Can't you give me a job? Can't you heal me? You know, so we, you know, sometimes, so it seems like God is so, what's taking him so long? Why is he so slow in moving? He's not, James explains that he's not slow as we count slowness. (laughs) James goes on to say, what it is, God is extraordinarily patient. He takes his time. And the reason for it is, this is the reason God doesn't rush anything. He goes on to say, the reason God doesn't rush, the reason he's patient is because God 
wants everybody to have a chance to be saved. He wants everybody to have a chance to repent and come to him. And so that's why God takes his time. If God rushed, that same rush would be judgment. He would also rush in judging you in sin. He would rush in condemning you to hell. He would rush. If he had a rushing spirit, folks, we would be in trouble. We would be in trouble. His judgment would rush upon us. But because he's extraordinarily patient. Aren't you happy? Aren't you happy God takes his time? Oh, my goodness. Because he's extraordinarily patient. He's extraordinarily patient. Man, you have time to get it together. You have time. And God will let it go on for a long time. That's what I love about God. God doesn't normally expose sin and wrongdoing and evil overnight. God will give you a long time to straighten your life out. He'll give you, he's extraordinarily patient and that's why God takes his time. He takes his time because he wants everybody to make it. He wants everybody to repent. He wants everybody to come to him and to be a part of his family. And so that's why God puts up with something so long. It's a long suffering of God. He's extraordinarily patient. So next time you try to rush God, you think about that. You know, say, I don't want him rushing on me when I mess up and when I sin and when I'm wrong. I don't want him rushing down on me to strike me down and to kill me with his fierce judgment and wrath. No, we want him to be what? Slow to anger, slow to wrath. So that's, this is, it's all a part of God being extraordinarily patient. And so um, this is why we are to, are to exhibit and have this same patience. That God has. So, so God uses time a little differently than we look at time. But God uses time to mature us, to grow us, to develop us. Uh, there are periods of time where God is proving us. He's shaping us. And so God uses time differently than we view uh, time. We, we think about things taking a long time. But no, God, God knows exactly. Turn your neighbor and say, God knows what he's doing. See, without time, things are not right and ready in our lives. I read about in the, in the U.S., most of the, I read that most of the tomatoes in the U.S. are picked while they're green so that they can be transported without bruising and being damaged. So they're, they're picked while they're, while they're green, and then they are sprayed with a... a Gas, I believe it was carbon dioxide gas. It's sprayed with a gas to instantly turn them red. Now, the problem with that is <laughs> those tomatoes aren't, they, they aren't naturally ripe. And so those tomatoes are not naturally as good as a vine-ripened, sun-ripened tomato. And so... Things in our lives are not ripened. They are not ready without time. And so God wants to leave us on the vine. He don't want to spray you with no gas to ripen you overnight. No, some things take time to get ready, to ripen, and, 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 and to, to develop and to mature. And so God, he uses, he uses time a little differently than, than we 
use time and view time. I heard my brother, uh, Pastor Dale, sharing an experience of a time where he went to a plant farm or a, a tree farm, a, a nursery, and he was interested in getting a magnolia tree because growing up we had this huge magnolia tree in our front yard and he said he just loved that tree and he wanted to get one and so he went to this nursery to, to get a magnolia tree and he said when he went in there and saw the big magnolia trees he said they were extortions in, in price they were just super expensive and so he decided to look at you know, some of the smaller trees that he could get much cheaper. So he saw some little small skinny trees, and they were, you know, just a fraction of the price. And so he asked the man, he said, now, he said, I like the look of those trees, but I like the price of these trees. He, and he said, is there any way I can buy this tree and have it look like that tree in a hurry? How can I do that? And the man said, yeah, you can do that. He said, what you'll have to do, you'll have to... Buy the little tree, the little scrawny tree, buy it, and you have to fertilize it twice as much, and it'll grow twice as fast. And he said, but the problem is it'll grow big, but it won't grow strong. And he said, you'll eventually have to replace it because when the storms come, it'll be uprooted because it's not strong enough to handle the storm. And so time is, is valuable in our lives. Some of us, we want everything quick, but we can, we can go big quick, but we're not well-rooted. We're not well-built. We're not well-fortified. And so this is where, this is where uh, patience, this is where patience comes into our lives to, to do a marvelous Work patience comes. It comes into our lives to do a marvelous work. In fact, in the book of the book of James, chapter one, verse three and four, it actually says, "Now it says, count it all joy when you fall into divers tests, trials, temptations, knowing that the trying of your faith worketh what patience. Worketh. One translation says produces patience. Another translation says employs." Patience. You actually put patience to work. And so the Bible said, get happy. Anytime your faith is in trial, is under fire, get happy because this is going to now give you an opportunity to grow in patience, to use some patience, to work it, to work patience, to employ patience, to put it to work. And so patience is actually something that, that we, we, we're to get excited about because it, it, it is something that is added to our lives to bring fortitude and strength and endurance and perseverance, patience. Let me, let me just read, let me read some of the, um, some of the definitions of patience. Patience in the, in the Greek, it comes from the Greek word hoopomone, hoopomone. That sounds pretty good. I can wrap that. Hoopamone. <laughs> Hoopamone. That's, that's in the Greek. Now, what it means in the Greek, it means, it means uh, and this is what I love, it's, it's not just waiting. We think patience is just waiting. It's not just waiting. It's not just idle waiting. What it means in the Greek, it means to be constant. It means to be steady. It means to 
continue, speaks of continuance. So it's like being continually constant, being steady. It, it means that you, you keep on going. That's what it means. You keep on going. You keep on sowing good seeds. You keep on doing what's right. You keep on doing what's good. You keep on operating in God's character. So it speaks of a, a steadiness, a continuing. A, 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 it speaks of a constancy, being continual. It speaks of endurance. It speaks of steadfastness. It speaks of fortitude. Patience is the, is the thing that... now. Hupomone, it actually comes from two words, hupo and mone. Hupo means under, mone means to remain. So it's saying patience remains under. In other words, patience continues under very difficult circumstances. During very difficult periods of life, patience is there to bear up under is remaining the same, is continuing. See, you're able to continue even though you're going through something. You're able to still be praising God. You're able to still be godly. You're able to still have a smile on your face. You're, you, on your face. You're able to still walk and operate in love. You're able to still be godly. Patience is that force that gives you the ability to be continuously steady, to stay the same, to bear up under tremendous weight without caving in and quitting. Does that make any sense? And so that's why James said, James said, be happy when your faith is under trial because now you get to work patience. You get to operate in something that's going to hold you up to keep you from snapping in two. It's almost like you get extra, you get extra support added to you. I like that. In fact, I remember a few years ago, me, James, me, James, Pastor Nathaniel, um, one other gentleman, we were here, we were bringing in this, this heavy furniture up here in the pulpit. And my goodness, this statue right here, this thing, wait, it looks like, folks, this is a solid tree. This is like half a tree. Just, this is a, literally a half of a tree that was just carved out. This thing, is, this thing weighs a ton. And so we, 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 were, we parked outside and we, we had the truck. We had all this furniture on the truck. And we got ready to bring it up, and you all know the, the, the you know, the steepness, the degree of steepness at the, in those front stairs. So we got ready to bring it up, and I said, wait a minute. Before we got ready to bring this stuff, I said, wait a minute. I went to my car, and, got, and I went and got my back brace. <laughs> now, I, put, I pulled my back brace out, and I was excited that I was getting a chance to use my back brace because I was adding some extra support. I was adding something that was going to keep me from snapping in the tube. I was, and James, James looked at me. He said, I feel naked. He said, I, he said, I don't feel secure. He said, my back is, he said, my back is subject to be broken at any moment. I don't have a break. They felt, they felt folly without support, but I was ready. I said, listen, I said, let's bring that stuff on in because I had something supporting me. I had something that wasn't going to let me snap in two. I had something that was undergirding me with extra strength. 
and fortitude that was going to hold me together to be able to bear up under extreme weight and circumstances. Folks, that's what patience is. That's what patience is. I'm out of time. I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, message number 7478 in its entirety. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. This ends message number 7478 by C. Elijah Bronner. To hear other messages or to send this message number 7478 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This was The Reward of Patience by C. Elijah Bronner. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.